0: Welcome to Corazon Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Marwan Forsley. Marwan Forsley is the co-founder and chief executive officer of Veeam, a next-generation global payment provider that enables businesses to quickly and securely send and receive payments in local currency. Veeam uses the blockchain as a new settlement rail to enable frictionless and inexpensive payments. Prior to Align Commerce, Forsley founded and served as CEO of eBillMe, an online payment solution that extended online banking to the merchant's checkout process. After selling eBillMe to Western Union, Forsley joined the Western Union's digital team as general manager, e commerce, and strategic partnerships. With extensive experience and expertise in e commerce infrastructure, mobile payments, content delivery, and alternate payments, Forsley is one of the top entrepreneurs working to pioneer better payment systems. Well, good afternoon, Marwan. Welcome to the show.
1: Uh, Thanks for having
0: me. I appreciate you jumping on. This is awesome. And I know you're kind of juggling things right now. Obviously, as a a chief executive officer, you've got always things going on in the background. So we'll get you right through this. This is going to be exciting, though, because we're excited to share your story with our global audience. So jumping into the questions, Marwan, you've got quite the career in tech as an entrepreneur. And now you're the CEO of Veeam. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you?
1: Yeah, just to give uh, context for uh, your audience, uh, Veeam is a a global payment platform. We make it really simple for businesses to pay and get paid around the world. Uh, It's kind of like Venmo for businesses, domestic and international. Uh, We have about 300,000 accounts. Uh, It's venture capital funded. We're in 110 countries and 50 plus currencies. And the entire idea of Veeam, the vision is to make it really simple, for businesses to pay and get paid. And and the thinking here is when you go to buy coffee in the morning, you don't think of how you pay, you just do it. Mm -hmm. When you do business payments, it's the opposite of that. You have to think about the payment. You have to think about your day. You got to plan the the transaction. And and so we wanted to change all that. We wanted to dumb it down so that you don't have to think about it when you're doing business payments. That's the setting of how um, the company started and the vision behind it. Um, My background, I started Veeam in 2014. Before that, I used to run e-commerce for Western Union. And before that, I had my own company called Ebilme, which I founded and sold to them. So I've been in startups and big companies throughout my life. Um, A lot of what we do is all about using new technology to uh, take advantage of, of a very different environment, to create a new service to the user that benefits from that new technology where the service is something that's fundamentally different than what you have access to today. So back to the Veeam story, you know, today what you do before Veeam is you use your bank to do BankWire. What we wanted to do is use a very different technology to give you a service that's going to be simpler, cheaper, better than BankWire that leverages this new technology to create this awesome new experience that's very different than what you do with BankWire. So that's the selling behind Veeam.
0: That's amazing. I appreciate the share on that. And you're you're right. In typically B2B, it, you have to think about, well, how, how am I going to handle this transaction? So I think your platform is great. And I'm glad we get to share that with our audience today. So Marwan, I'm going to jump into a little bit about this pandemic. It's been over a year now, and yep. hopefully it'll be lifted somewhat, a little bit anyway, here in the near future. But maybe you could tell us... Um, what you're doing to help your organization stay relevant in this, you know, COVID economy?
1: Yeah, it's an excellent question. So what, what what happened during COVID is it created two different worlds. Um, one world is struggling, which is physical retail, travel, you know, any type of business that requires exchange of service or good. And, you know, anything that has to do with six feet apart, you know, that, that type of business got heavily influenced during COVID the the other group which is all virtual um that all expanded so like anything that's e online startups you know import export that's still dealing with a virtual setting these businesses flourished during covid and so we uh, are actually servicing uh, these two audiences but differently the bulk group that we have is the latter group the 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 virtual group and they're they're uh, doing extremely well. and we're our job is to remove friction and continue to deliver, continue to simplify and continue to, to delight them. The other group, which is not not doing as well, you know the physical retail and 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 the folks that are dependent on physical exchanges of goods and services, we've been helping them out by streamlining the whole PPP process. We were early um, in opening up the the platform to enable customers to fill up their PPP applications and send it to the SBA for approval. So we've been streamlining as much as we can and teaming up with different partners to simplify that process to help out at that customer base. Um, in general, um, I, I think we are at a stage now where we're starting to see the um, the the first group is starting to stabilize and and improve and and hopefully with all the vaccines that are going on, um, you know, that starts to open up again and they go back to normal days. And for the group that's online, I think that is a structural change that's going to continue for a long period of time. Um, The world of e-commerce is here to stay. It's going to continue to grow and it's going to continue to, to do very well. And we're, uh, you know, our job is to continue to support them and grow with them.
0: Great. I appreciate that. And again, you know, one of the common threads and themes that I hear from all the guests on the show is, is how they've stepped up because of the, the pandemic challenge and have helped others and businesses to uh, be able to help their consumers and, and be able to stay in business. So I appreciate the share on that Marwan. So, Marmon, let's talk a little bit about technology. That's this platform's all about. That uh, I love to talk about emerging tech. So we're going to just we're going to at least scratch the surface here. But you're obviously leveraging some new or emerging technologies in your tech stack. But is there something you could share with our audience today that kind of give us a little taste of what maybe you're leveraging
1: behind the scenes? There's a technology called MultiRail that we developed. Um, this is a concept that routes payments between five different rails. The the first rail is our own bank accounts in a number of markets, and we call that treasury. So we have uh, a bank account in the US and a bank account in Europe. So if I'm moving money from uh, US to France, for example, there's nothing that actually moves to France. What we do is we credit on the US side and debit from our uh, bank account that has euros on on the European side to move money to the recipient in France. Um, That technology, as I mentioned, we call that treasury. The second rail that we work with is Visa and MasterCard. We integrate into their platform to essentially do real-time payments to bank accounts associated with your debit card. Uh, the, the third rail that we work with are complicated countries like you know, China is a good example of that, where we have relationships on the ground with payment partners that uh, take uh, payments from us and settle locally on the ground in China. The, the fourth rail, Uh, is the blockchain rail. So we do a lot of that in markets like Philippines, Mexico, Brazil, India, emerging markets. And we we do very well, uh, you know, essentially converting from US dollar to crypto, to crypto, to one of the uh, local currencies. And we use uh, the blockchain as a way to uh, to do a synthetic cross from one currency to another. And and the final rail we work with uh, is is SWIFT. And so we use it for, uh, you know, large transactions and long tail markets. Uh, think of this router like, uh, it's like Google maps, you know, when you, let, let's say you want to go from LA to San Francisco, it gives you, you know, four different options, you can drive, you can, you know, take a bus, you can take a train, you can fly, and you choose whatever is best for you. It's the same idea for payments. So we we uh, route based on whatever is the most efficient rail for that particular transaction. Um, so that concept we call multi rail. In addition to that, there's a lot of plumbing behind the scenes. Uh, around um, uh, authenticating the accounts that are on the platform to make sure that we uh, know the customer and what they're doing. Uh, We also integrate the platform into accounting systems. So we are plugged into QuickBooks, Zero, NetSuite, Magento, Zapier, a bunch of systems around the world. And so that that whole uh, infrastructure, which is fairly heavy on technology, ends up being a combination of integrations to accounting systems and platforms that the businesses use. the technology to, to authenticate accounts uh, efficiently and technology throughout payments from point A to point B.
0: I love that. That's great. And again, this these uh, rails, so to speak, you've uh, actually developed those in house then?
1: These are all developed in house. Yeah, that's home home technology. Okay,
0: awesome. I appreciate the share on that. And Marwan, let's jump into the last question here. Uh, Everybody wants to know a little bit more about Marwan. Can you share something from your career that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in tech or entrepreneurship?
1: Yeah, I've, uh, you know, been in like throughout my career uh, going back and forth between startups and and fairly large companies uh, all around the same methodology that uh, you create companies that leverage uh, existing or leverage new technology to provide something uh, very different to the user. Um, and as part of building these companies, you got to the, the key fundamental premise is all about a differentiated service to the customer. If you try to do something uh, that is uh, uh, small incremental changes to what you have today, generally that doesn't work as well. You, you got to provide the customer something that is fundamentally different to see that growth, you know, to see the scale happen with large numbers. Um, So for example, to just kind of make it more human, um, if you are operating a startup, for example, that's going to make it a little bit better to, to have a service that's like, it's like taxi, but with slight variations, you're not going to see as much success as having a system like Uber, which is fundamentally a different experience. So we think of um, startups like that. You, you got to uh, come up with an experience to the user that is superior to what you have and completely different than what you have today. That's sort of how we organize. That's how I organize the startups I've been in.
0: Great. So actually providing something that is unique and of value where the co- consumer can actually resonate and it'll serve their um demand then absolutely i think that's great i appreciate your share Uh, i know entrepreneurship is one of those things that it takes a lot of uh perspiration more than it does uh you know uh, inspiration right so thanks again i appreciate you sharing that and marwan it was a pleasure having you on today and i look forward to speaking with you real soon
1: thank you very much thanks for having me
0: bye for now